Let's Get Radical Live is brought to you by AICPA Engage. AICPA Engage is the premier event for accounting and finance professionals in the U.S., bringing together experts across the practice and topic areas of tax, finance, and estate planning, advanced accounting and auditing, practice management, technology firm management, and marketing. Find out more at AICPAengage.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Padar. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, the Radical CPA, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical live at the AICPA Engage event in Las Vegas at MGM Grand. And it is hopping here. We got snacks. They had like these fruit cups and things going on, and lots of people are walking around. Mm-hmm. So we have quite the audience here, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty stoked because I have um, one of the AICPA's finest, Aww, the tax you, goddess, right <laughs> here. And we're gonna take that. We're gonna talk all about tax. I'm gonna let you actually introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your role at the AICPA, and then um, you're part of the planning committee as well, correct? For Engage. So um, maybe a little bit about. uh, We'll be talking about what it takes to put on a conference like this. How crazy it is. Sure. But anyways. Go for it, Carrie. Introduce yourself. Who are you? So I'm I'm Carrie Weston. I currently work for the AICPA in our Washington, D.C. office. I'm the director of tax practice and ethics. And the easy way to say that is we're not tax advocacy. Uh, I did start in that role when I moved out here originally. But our team develops resources uh, for our members in tax, which is pretty close to 200,000 out of our maybe 420,000 wow. members have expressed some interest in tax. Um, we've got a, a tax section falls under our team. So we create resources, guides, checklists, podcasts, videos, webcasts, just things to support the members in tax. But we also have to stay very on top of the tax law all the time, possible tax law regulations, what's going out to make sure we're developing the right resources for our members. And then our team in particular, we interact a lot with the members. So we're at these conferences. We take member calls, we do member surveys, and we get a lot of member feedback to find out, you know, what exactly do you want from the AICPA in, as far as what they should be providing to you in tax? And that's been an interesting challenge. I've been here six years, and it's been an interesting challenge for me to try and evolve that to what I think the profession is more interested in. And, and honestly, I feel like it's been a huge success with not just me, but the team that I work for. I'm really blessed. Well, actually, too, I would think it's been kind of a challenging year. Yes? Yes. So pretty much everything that we thought we were going to do over the last year to two years uh, got sidetracked or at least got slightly delayed um, with the very last minute um, the very last minute release of new tax law. So when people went into tax season last year, um, you know, there was this, okay, all this new tax law applies. It applies to the year that they were in, right? So it was effective in December, but it went into January. But a lot of folks were like, I'm just going to get through this tax season. I don't need to know much. That's not what happened at all. So unfortunately, our members, I think it was December 22nd or 23rd, the bill was signed into law. Members started meeting, uh, practitioners started meeting with their clients in, you know, late January, early February with the intention of we're going to get through this tax season. But what we heard a lot was we aren't prepared to answer questions and our clients are coming in because of all the popular press and saying, 
how is this new tax law going to impact me? What do I need to know? Wow. (laughs) Right. And we weren't prepared to give them those answers yet because we also thought we have three tax season. We're working on last year's tax law. Right. Right. right, Totally. And especially with all the new changes that happen like mid-season. Exactly. That's exactly right. And a lot of clarification. We waited on clarification for a lot of issues. So we did our best to give members at least what we got out fast were some talking points to just help them get through those client meetings during tax season. Um, And then really encourage them to... Get these people back in when we think there's going to be more guidance, when there's going to be more clear definitions for what some of these mean. I mean, and if anyone's a tax person listening, all I have to do is just say, you know, Section 199 Cap A, and you're probably going to roll your eyes at me or feel a little nauseous. I mean, it was one of those things where people went, wait, what about this? What about that? Does it apply here? And the guidance just wasn't available. So what do you do? Right. And so now, how do you see the tax practitioner's role evolving? Because I'm sure that's Mm -hmm. part of what you have to figure out, right? It really is. And, you know, see, this is where I get excited because... You know, in my previous life, I, and I was a t- I'm a tax person. I have been. I was in practice for 20 years. I own my own firm in Austin, Texas. Um, but I've always been. I've considered myself sort of that cutting edge CPA. I was at EY back in the mid 90s when they took their tax department to work uh, paperless workflow okay. and scanners. And we had one giant scanner. I was on the rollout team to do that. So it was like, yeah, we got to do this. But look how long. I mean, there's still firms right. to this day that aren't doing paperless. this. And this was mid-90s, mid to late 90s. And then I was on another firm's rollout team when we went paperless and tried these new things. And so for me, I feel like everyone's caught up for the most part on the technology. We've got a lot to go um, still. But I think that there is this general awareness from the profession that it's time for something different. And, and maybe it's based on fear. And sometimes fear is a good motivator. And I say fear because, you know, this tax season, tax reform was, was difficult. Tax season is getting, since I've been here six years, every year we hear we have staffing issues in right. tax. We have workload compression issues in tax. Um, we don't have, you know, a lot of our smaller firms don't have the money to have these robust, robust systems that all work together. So how do I do all of these things? Um, and so the question is, if you're going to keep a real basic compliance model and you're not moving forward in either the way you operate or your business model or the technology you're using, you know, you're going to have a difficult time keeping up with the pace, the pace right. of change and the pace of the CPA firm down the street. Not even down the street because you could be remote now. You're exactly right. <laughs> well, and one thing I said, so there are firms that are really against like scan and populate. Okay. okay. So, and for, it's funny to me because I feel like I was involved in the, in the origin. Do you remember right. Bokdip? Bag of, I'll say, bag of stuff, data input right. is what they called it. They sold it to CCH. It became CCH's pro- program, but it's OCR recognition. It scans, populates, it sorts your docs in order. Well, now that's nothing, right? Now they'll go in and they'll populate the software for really simple returns. And so there are firms that are afraid of that. There are firms that think there's going to be a mistake, but those same firms might be saying to us, and a lot of them are, I can't find good people. Um, you know, what happens if they call out? What happens if they leave? And also, we can't get the work done in time. And I say, well, you do, have you considered some of these technology right. advances? Because, you know, it's, you don't have to have the same level of staff if you're, popul- if you're scanning this and someone isn't scanning it and, you know, doing the data input and there isn't all of that going on. Have you considered maybe outsourcing some aspect? If you're not comfortable with the review, outsource the prep. Outsource the work paper creation. There's so much out there. But, but even then, um, besides that is... 
with the workload compression, it's going to you know, free up some time for people to use their selves at a higher value, right? right? And for me, that is the key point, is maybe I, because lo- I kind of do, like I love Excel and I have to have my team pull me out of Excel all the time because I see data tables and I get excited. I know that's <laughs> weird, but I do. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to analyze that. I'm going to run trends and a pivot table, you know. No, I don't need to be doing that. It's not the highest value for me. So get someone to do that or even better yet, get Power BI to do it and just send you the summary. So when you use that technology, um, you can take yourself to the next level, your firm to the next level, right. your staff. Um, I think, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that people don't realize about technology is that it adds capacity. Yes. And so that they get caught up. And because sometimes when you add technology, it takes a little bit to get that capacity to realize the value of the change. Yes. But once you do, you're like, oh my God, like, how, how did I ever live without it? Right. How did I ever live without it? That's what ends up happening. You can't even believe it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I don't know, uh, my firm is down to two and a half people. Are you and really? And we keep growing, and I think we can get to a million dollars per full-time equivalent. That's where I believe, That's because amazing. we're already utilizing right. artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and bots and right. 100% cloud firm mm-hmm. and tax. And I, I mean, it, it amazes me when I think about it, because I think about a firm my size, like, typically has multiple people, and we're right. down to two and a half. That's amazing. And the other thing is, if you look at statistics, if you're a sole owner, the sort of the trend is you can max out at maybe 500 grand in billings, maybe a million in billings if you get there. But that's a long shot. Right. Because it's this traditional time and billing, right. if I divide the number of out, billable hours by chargeable yeah. hours by the days in the year, and it's like, you've got to blow that out. So Totally. You've got to switch the model. And then the other mm-hmm. pieces that I know that you and the AICPA is working on is the whole... Um, the wealth management piece now, right? right. Exactly. So we've, we've implemented financial planning as part of our practice. Mm-hmm. And do you see that as really a viable solution for some of these, um, I'll say, traditional 1040 practices that, mm-hmm. you know, they're going away after that postcard. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the postcard 1040, right? Right. But we know, I mean, we know that a lot of... Yeah. Um, a lot of those clients will be gone, right? So mm-hmm. how do you how do you uh, augment that? How do you help it? And, sure. and you've been helping to facilitate the whole mm-hmm. idea of wealth management as well, or right. the financial planning piece. We have, and you know, it's really interesting because I was in practice twenty years. I considered myself, you know, I was a pass through expert, but I worked with the high net worth individuals, and. For me, the value I provided wasn't in completing the returns. Yeah, I had a right. lot of technical knowledge and I knew how to do these complex returns, but the value was in me sitting down and saying to you, you shouldn't be in this entity. This right. is the wrong structure for you. You need to diversify or you need to pull this business out and put it over here. Or, you know, you need to consider a, a retirement plan to defer some income. But the funny thing is, is when I came to work here and they started talking about the PFP section, which is the personal financial right. planning section, and they said, well, you know, you were, you were a financial planner. And I I said, I was not a financial planner. I was a tax planner. And they were like, well, did you do this, this, and this? And I said, yes, but for a tax purpose, right? So my idea, and it took me a while to get to really get to this. So I understand why tax, tax practitioners struggle is when I hear financial planner, I think I'm going to be selling annuities. I'm going to be selling insurance. I'm going to be managing people's money. And you know what? That could be what it means for you. But it could also mean maybe you're going to do one aspect of that. Or maybe you're not going to do any of that. You're going to create financial plans. Someone's going to come in and you're going to go, okay, when do you want to put your kids to college? When do you want to buy your first home? And, um, And what's interesting to me is I was doing so much of that already. I, you know what I wasn't doing? Charging for it. I wasn't for it. charging for it. I know, it. right? It's totally that. It was like, <laughs> it was just 
the stuff I was giving away. But in hindsight, now I look back and I go, that was the most and valuable thing I was doing for And that was actually the most valuable part of the, right. of the tax planning process. I agree. Totally. So I think now, and I think what's happening is the fear. So the fear of the tax reform, right? right. So when I say fear is the motivator, tax reform has changed a lot. So people are like, I don't know that I want to stay on top of this. And I don't know, want to relearn everything I already learned, right? Which isn't entirely true, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, pers- a position or perspective. Then we've got firms that go, well, I'm reading that robots are going to take over the industry and there won't be a need for tax people anymore. It's like, well, maybe the robots are going to enable you to provide services at a higher level. But I think that I truly believe that the clients still want Jody Paydar to deliver that news to them, Absolutely. to interpret that for them, to say this applies to me or this doesn't. Um, you know, I think about IBM Watson and a lot of their original work that was done was on medicine. So Watson can go out and read some on some ridiculous amount of journal articles and technical information that a doctor could never keep up on, right? So the doctor can feed that information in there and it can go out and enable him to give a better diagnosis to the patient. But do you think the patient would be okay sitting down in a chair and having a computer going, you have stage four breast cancer. We think you need to do this treatment. Click here. Click here. Right. What? You know, you need a person to deliver that. Absolutely. And I think that in financial services and professional services, it's exactly the same. It is a trust relationship. It is an, it's a holistic thing. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I'm so excited as to where like the, right. the tax section is going and yeah. how the AACPA is starting to move forward and really kind of look right. at it differently. So I, yeah. I'm really excited about that. So we're actually just about out of time, but oh, I want yeah. to, it's been so fun. I am, I know. But um, what I want to ask you is what I've been asking everyone okay. on my podcast today. What did you do in Vegas last night? Oh, goodness. I went to a thought leader dinner. (laughs) Okay. And had a really good time. And And you led with thoughts. And I led with thoughts, and I got a lot of good information from some really thoughtful people. But I would argue that this entire event is a thought leader event. So, you know, the people that are here, I'm gathering information everywhere I go. And then sadly, I'm going to have to say, I went back to my room and went to sleep. But there is a Top Golf event tonight, and I hear some karaoke, so I may go partake of that tonight. Okay. Yes. It sounds good to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I slept last night, too. So. Did you? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me and letting me chat. I appreciate it. Oh. And, you know, I love you, Jody. And, yeah, <laughs> it's been it's awesome. Always fun. So, um, stay tuned for more interviews. We have a bunch more to do. And, again, we are live at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas at uh, AICPA Engage. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Intuit's mission is to power prosperity around the world. Our global products and platforms are designed to empower consumers, self-employed, small businesses, and tax and accounting professionals to improve their financial lives, finding them more money with the least amount of work, while giving them complete confidence in their actions and decisions. Intuit is proud to be a part of the AICPA Engage 2019 event. You can see us live at the event at booth 329. That's booth 329. Visit us on the web today at Intuit.com. Accounting professionals all have one thing in common. We cut our teeth doing the manual bits of bookkeeping so we all know how much it sucks. But not anymore. 
BotKeeper brings bookkeeping into the future with its combination of skilled accountants, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. When you start BotKeeping, you say goodbye to costly and error-prone manual accounting. Your bot extracts data from receipts, processes payroll, pays bills, sends invoices, reconciles accounts, and so much more. On top of all that, you're backed by a team of senior accountants who handle critical thinking, complex accounting, and help you draw out meaningful insights from your business data. BotKeeper works hand-in-hand with your existing team, or it can cut costs and serve as your entire accounting department. You get to decide. Learn more about bookkeeping with BotKeeper at BotKeeper.com. Better than humans, better than machines. Automated bookkeeping with a human touch. BotKeeper.com